worst loot ever. So, when do you think a woman is sufficiently bought and will perform sexual services? I guess my princess is in another castle. Without the game, there's no guild. With no guild, you are not the guild master, Bork. I was always so into Chuck Norris. I wanted his mustache all over my body. Not pigeons. Squab! Hey, guildies, this is Kenny, and you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. This is Companion Cast, Season 4, Episode 11. This is the second to the last episode. Can you guys believe we made it this far? Feels like this season just flew by. It's incredible. But wow, what an episode, huh? So much fun. Looks like Vork and Alnashi are going to go through with it. They're going to get married. I love when Vork calls Zabu son and Zabu completely shuts down. That I just busted up laughing. So <laughs> funny. Oh, and I love the fact that Vork is like, well, you know, this 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 arrangement may work out, you know, because obviously he has someone to take care of him, pays for everything. You know, Vork, man, such a cheapskate. I, I love the fact that, you know, Claire is done now with her business and ready to move on to mommyhood uh, once again, which uh, Tink is not too happy with. But then I love that we see a whole new side of Tink. She actually enjoys hanging out with Clara and the kids and working with them and, you know... It's just another aspect of Tink that we don't get to see, and I think that's really cool that, you know, she and Clara had bonded and and really became real good friends, just, you know, besides being friends, you know, in-game. Also, what'd you guys think of the CG for the the Guild Hall? Wasn't that awesome? I love a giant Vork statue. That was the best. I love when they pull out and, uh... And show that big, huge statue. This was just a really fun episode. It really leads up to the finale, which will be next week. It's still funny to see all of the guild members around the table, which is Felicia's dining room, by the way. Uh, her real dining room. Um, but they're all around the table, and they all have their laptops, and Avanashi has not a clue what's going on. But to them, this is perfectly normal, you know, to have a wedding out of game, but also have a wedding in-game at the same time. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how this all plans out in the season finale next week. But before then, let's go ahead and take a listen to the companion cast for season 4, episode 11, Hostile Takeover. I'm here with, uh, Vince Casa, who plays a Blades. Uh, you're kind of orange today. Can you talk about that? Yeah, um, having his commercial go viral and amassing a very modest, uh, probably 50-person fan base, uh, fame has gone to Blades' head. And so what, uh, what he did is he went out, got a spray-on tan, and, uh, he got, uh, highlights and all this crazy stuff that's... It's ridiculous. Now, that's just makeup, I assume. Yes, this is just makeup. Oh, God, I would never have gotten anything at all permanent. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, obviously it's not permanent, so it's, it is going to come off with no... Because I know you're going to your prom tonight. Yes, I actually, my girlfriend has her senior prom tonight, the day that we decided to cover me in fake spray on tan and blonde, blonde highlights. highlights. So that's gonna. Is that permanent? The hair? No, the hair was just brush on. Okay, so like a, a makeup. So it'll come out. I I do hope so. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to scrub vigorously so I don't look like a total, you know what, on the dance floor. Yeah. Nice. Well, today you're shooting the big, huge wedding scene. 
uh, which is a very unusual wedding, to say the least. Uh, how's that going? It's fun. Um, just the thought of Vork and Zebu's mom eloping is itself funny enough. Yeah. But of course, since we're all utter nerds, we had to have an in-game wedding where we're also together in person, but in-game. Yeah. And just to top it off, we have uh, Clara's husband as the pastor. This is just nine layers of crazy right here. <laughs> this is the guild. Yes. And so far, it's been going pretty good. It's been going great. Um, these guys, it's just it's turning out really funny. You know, we have a whole team of guys who've been doing this for three years, so we really have a feel for our characters at this point, and it's just, we just get to play around with them, which is always fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how is it working with the base? It seems like you guys, obviously you guys have worked well together because you have worked the past three years together. Mm-hmm. But you guys seem to be joking around when you're actually together on set. Because normally you guys are sitting in front of a camera and just talking to it. Right. You know, or it's just one or two of you. This is the entire group again. Yeah, it's just it's always fun having the whole gang together. Because um, usually when we shoot, it's you'll have like two or three of us at a time just shooting individual stuff or even just one of us by ourselves and I always prefer it, I always find it more fun when we get together as a whole group as the whole guild coming together and just having at it, you know? There's an air raid going on right now. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Um, Alright, so just good luck with that orange stuff. Hopefully it'll come off. Uh, thank you. I may need that that wish of luck there. I'll buy some steel wool. <laughs> nice. Hey guys, I'm here with Robin. Uh, let's talk about the wedding. Okay. I noticed when I was watching you guys on set, you guys just have you guys have been together for three years. Mm-hmm. Whole group. You guys are just you have so much fun together. It's it's way cheesy to say, but we do. No, yeah, I mean you really do. Yeah, we just all get along. You guys are like one up in each other on making each other laugh. Yeah, and I I find that just so hilarious that you guys are still like the best of friends. Yeah, it's it's really neat. I think to to actually like track our you know big relationship and how how far we've gotten. Yeah, I think I mean there's not there's nobody in particular that I can't stand yeah. i mean off of the top oh, of my cool. head i know right yeah. so <laughs> no i mean we uh, we all we all get along and it's it's just fun to you know so is it fun to do these big scenes with it is i well anything is fun more fun than like acting in front of a computer screen you know that's but it's 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 a lot of fun to work with everyone and just to see what they bring to the table and then you want to want you know you just want to be as good as they are mm-hmm. so that it's it's good so for feeds off each yeah other and just elevates everybody to mm-hmm. definitely level nice now are you looking forward to getting back into your avatar outfit for the last <sighs> i mean that avatar here's the thing sarah tross i mean she wonderful it's they're great the costumes are great i just think that i don't look good in blue i'm gonna say it and i you know i i love them though they're fun they're kitschy and you can't really you can't go wrong with them i don't think but those costumes have gotten gotten their workout haven't they they have yeah Yeah, i know and yeah, right? And, like, we've been to conventions and have seen some, like, teen... Co- yeah, I think it's I think it's really neat. Yeah. It's it's really awesome to see, you know, people people's take on those costumes, yeah. so... Great. Yeah. I think I'm good. 
Thank you so much for chatting with me. Hey, it's been real. Let's do this again. Hey guys, I'm here with Amy. In all your wildest dreams, did you ever think Vork and Avanashi would be getting married? No, but I think it's brilliant. Felicia did a good job. That was really funny. Yeah. Really funny storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see how it's going to work with, like, the green screen. and cause I mean, we have no idea what it's going to look like yeah. now. Are but... you looking forward to getting back into your tink outfit? No. <laughs> I need to lose, like, 10 pounds before I could get into that, like, next week. <laughs> Holy moly. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Are you going to be putting ears on? Um, I mean, if you... I don't know. <laughs> you fought for no ears in the Avatar. I the did. You, you won. I won. I lost. I did. So, I mean, you're in for a win. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I guess for this, it would make sense to have the ears, I guess. I mean, like, in the video, I wanted to, like, you know, be cute, and I wanted to, like, be me. But I guess if it's, like, in-game, I guess guess it would make sense to have it. As long as your ears are being exposed. Yeah, I mean, if I wear my hair down, I probably will wear my hair down, usually, like, how I do when I wear my outfit. But But yeah, yeah. In the commercial, I think they stuck out a little, yeah. and, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Maybe someone will forget the ears. You never know. I doubt it. You can win. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, I need to I need to worry about getting into the costume before <laughs> putting on the ears. So, yeah. yeah. So, how is it, I noticed uh, for today when you guys are doing the big wedding scene, that you guys just, you play off each other so well. I mean, you guys have been with each other for three years now. Uh, in between takes, you guys are joking and having fun, and you're giving, uh, I don't know what you were doing, giving electrical charges to people. I know. I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm like the annoying cousin of like the guild, just like pestering everybody. That's why everyone's mean to me sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love everybody. It's really fun. It's a really fun set. Even like the crew and Sean and. Felicia, even though she's part of cast, she's kind of not part. Yeah, you know, like everyone's just so fun to be around. It's a really fun environment, and we've gotten really close, so yeah. it's nice. Here with Brett, who plays George, aka Mr. Wiggly, and we are shooting the the big wedding scene, which actually you became a huge part of because you're an ordained minister. Come to find out. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I actually am an ordained minister. You are? Yeah, I did the uh, Universal Life oh, Church really? online oh, uh, to cool. perform my friend's wedding. That's kind of scary, because that means if you do the ceremony, they may be actually yeah, married. Yeah, I don't think they know that they uh, they actually are married. Yeah, wow, so. <laughs> nice. So was this a surprise? to you that you were an ordained minister yeah it was it was i didn't i didn't quite see it coming but it was a it was a great surprise and uh, uh it's been a lot of fun yeah and how's it going so far uh great yeah i'm having a great time it's, again it's uh the oh yeah am i confused at what i'm doing on the computer or how how was wiggly you know because he did game for a while so yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm not quite sure if he's good at playing the game or not or, yeah. you know yeah. so yeah now uh what's it like working with because this time we have the entire cast I guess you did work with the entire cast last time during the the, the final the land, battle. Yeah, the yeah, but you weren't really one on one. This one, it seems like you're actually interacting with everybody. 
Yeah, it's it's been great because I, you know, uh, like Jeff Lewis, I've known uh, for a few years, mm-hmm. and uh, it's funny that we don't actually weren't actually working mm-hmm. together together. And you know, I feel like uh, I hadn't done many scenes with Felicia, you know, throughout the years. And yeah, it's been it's been fun to be working as a group and be a part of the whole ensemble. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you can tell you guys have known each other for a while because you guys just you joke around. I see you and Amy and you and Sandeep, just you know, having a good time. Yeah, Offset yeah. Or entertaining the people. Yeah, it's it's definitely doing this stuff. it's definitely not a boring day uh, when we're not doing things, sitting yeah. in back. It's it's fun to see people, and it's you know it's a nice little reunion. Yeah. You know? And then uh, your son had a scene also earlier today. Yes, yes. Uh, he knocked one out earlier today. Uh, he was doing pretty good, and then there was just right towards the end, he started to hit a wall. Yeah. You know, you see that the they they find that these uh, kids. They they have a boiling point that you know when the listening just stops. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he yeah, he was. But he was doing a great job. I think I think uh, one more take and we might have had a meltdown. But <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, let's see what's what do you uh, how is it working with uh, VG? Because this is the first time you've actually worked with her. Oh, she's great. I, yeah. yeah, I think she's very funny and just that that character is is wonderful and and uh, yeah, she's a lot of fun. Were you surprised <laughs> to see her come back for season four? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was surprising, uh, but but cool. Yeah, because yeah. I, I did I actually didn't didn't uh, work with her at all. I was that that was. Uh, uh, second season, yeah, right? Like yeah, second season. You started. She was in season. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So you guys yeah. weren't even. You were mentioned in season one, but yeah, but but you were with Blake in season one, though, right? Um, so no. You were, oh, you didn't. Wasn't I? I were you I here on set? I was here on set, but no, I, I didn't come in until two. Uh, you personally, but you were here. Oh, with, I was here with Blake. Blake. Was here oh, yeah. So yeah, not as an actor. The, I was a, yes. a stage father. The, yeah, yes. That's right. Stage yeah. dad. And then, uh, you know, he talked to Felicia for me and pulled some strings. Yeah, and, good yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it works here. <laughs> nice. yeah. It's nice when you get a job from your two year old. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, how old was he when he did season one? He was six months old. Yeah, he was like yeah. sucking on that power strip. Yeah, yeah. And now, yeah, you're still... the dad that allowed your baby to suck on the power strip. Yeah, and be put in a cage and. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. There's uh, there's things that I I might have uh, come back to haunt me here later when he's older. But you know, he seemed to have fun nice. when he was doing it. <laughs> nice. Now, uh, are you interested to see your character in the virtual world? Are oh. you going to be there? You're going to be on the. Oh yeah. You're there, oh, right? Yeah. So there was a little. Are you going to have an avatar of it? There was a little. Uh, you know, on the screens. Mm-hmm. There was a cartoon yeah, of, of the, the of it. yeah, and I, I, I asked Felicia, I'm like, is that what? Because the outfit that I had on yeah. looked pretty freaking cool, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I would love to wear that. And she's like, oh, we'll see. So I don't know what they have planned for me just yet, but so you're not aware, you're yeah, not sure yet. yeah, I have no idea, but I, I would be excited if it was something. Uh, I don't, I don't know the type of characters mm-hmm. but if you 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 are willing to put on some spandex oh yeah oh yeah Psst, yeah well i've seen your videos so yeah you're yeah willing to do anything. I, I, I don't get ashamed easily so <laughs> nice. i'm right, here with kim evie and sean becker once again we are doing a double interview hi kitty <laughs> hi kitty hi <laughs> And we're going to be discussing, to go. discussing episode 11, which is called Hostile Takeovers. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know the names of the episodes until they premiere. <laughs> yes, that is the title. How do you get Did Felicia tell you these? Yeah. Oh, okay. I interviewed her. She sent me the No, Kenny made them up. What yeah, was yeah, 10 I called? I was making them up. 10? Was 10? it Festival, Festival Under? Oh, well, now people are going to... 
see the mistake. They will. Because no one would have remembered episode one, but now they're like, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, you, <laughs> you helped us with our trivia. Oh, oh people are going to point that out and comment. If you well, now like. they are. Well, yeah, now you're pointing Thanks, out. Thanks, Sean. Well, it doesn't matter now. I would have noticed it. <laughs> Oh, all right. So let's go. You know what? I'm going to go next week or this week when the episode premiered last week. God. Yesterday. Yesterday when the episode premiered, premiered, uh, I'm going to be the first one to comment. I'm going to just point it out. I'm going to address the elephant in the room. No, you have to say I was the first one to comment. Yeah. No, no, because then I'll say first. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just trying to keep your tense straight. You, just, you have to say, yesterday I was the first one to come. Oh, this, so is this is appropriate. screwing my head up. I don't know what day it is. Well, is, is it October? Yes, yeah. I've been heavily drinking. Yeah. It is Halloween today. It is, yes. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> uh, I am dressed in the counter-corn outfit that I brought from Kim. Nice. Yeah. You still have that? And you two are in your regular yeah. street clothes. <laughs> I, have, I have all of those outfits in my garage, if you ever want to wear one. Nice. All right. Uh, anyways, let's let's talk about the episode. Episode eleven. Uh, this one, actually, the the beginning of it's all wedding talk, really. Yes, wedding planning. Yeah, and um, Zabu freaking out mm-hmm. that uh, Vork's going to be his dad. Yes, and pleading with Kodesh for help. So it's nice. So, you you know, it, I know Felicia struggles every season with making Codex more and more proactive. So it was nice. I think this was kind of the redemption, too. It's like she throws Fox over the stairs and now she's going to, you know, take control. Kind yeah. Of. I mean, she doesn't end up really doing it. But, <laughs> you know. No, but she, she pretends. Her intention is yes. to, to help and yes. try to do everything she can. My, one of my favorite scenes is Zabu in his pose on the bed and he's not... He's talking but not moving his mouth to Codex. Yes, that was actually uh, we came up with that bit on set because originally it was he had fainted again. Yeah, and he was right. He was like hyperventilating or yeah. It was like it was something that both Sundeep and I had kind of noticed that I like it was that he fainted again. Yeah, and at that point it was kind of like well we can't have Zabu because you know we have his freak out at the beginning of the season and. Um, I remember when we were filming just the opening scene, like where he's talking about the steampunk museum and, and eating his watch and stuff. It's like Sad was always mood swings this season. That even but going back to episode one where he first passes out, we added the line of Vork saying, What is with you today? to kind of just address yeah, that, that like line. Yeah, that was Kim. <laughs> because yeah, because he was just being so Dramatic. <laughs> and so we're kind of going back to him freaking out again, and we didn't want to like kind of tread the same tracks of him. Yeah, I believe it was maybe Zabu passes out. and Yeah, and I she- just remember saying, like, having this conversation, I don't know if it's you and me and Felicia or who, but, like, saying, like, well, let's not repeat that beat. I mean, because it's just like, so how... He can't get bigger than fainting, really. Like, he can't yeah. have a bigger reaction unless he dies or has a heart attack. So yeah. we decided to go the other way and have him just be, like, completely zenned out. And, then- and where it got to a point where Felipe, where Kodak says, okay, now this is... Because I've seen the Zabu freak out. But this is now... And it was also just, you know, in this episode, too, we, we've had, we have two beats where Zabu is freaking out. And then, ding dong, I'll get it. And he yeah. kind of does that that switch. He gets up, comes back, and then once again, Bort calls him dad. He freaks out again. It's like we can't keep going back. And there's actually – there was a in editing, uh, we had changed it where he goes um, 
where he says where Vork introduces the Guild Hall, and so the line prior to that is Zabu saying, you know, I'm sorry, Vork says, I have something very important. He goes, more important than you marry my mom, mm-hmm. and then he says, I'm a, I'm about to purchase the Guild Hall, and he goes, oh, that is more important. We decided to take that line out and just make it too. Like, we, we didn't want to address it too much that he was going from happy to mad to happy to mad. So, like, once again, it was like, what's the ultimate? And, yeah, yeah we all just kind of collaborated. And then it was there on set we came up with this Zen-like meditative state where he was sitting there. And then I'm doing his voice uh, while he's kind of slowly moving his mouth or trying. A lot of it's on the gag reel of, like, oh all God. the takes it took to get us to that point. And it was one of those things where it was like... We know this is weird, but let's just do it. It's, it's either this or we have him freak out again, which we've seen enough of. And, yeah, it was one of those things where, like, uh, we all found it really funny. It was definitely a little out there. And I remember Kim's first note. This is before the music when it was, like, I forgot what. It was a little, it was a little, it was cut a little different than it was here. But I remember you saying, it's uh, borderlining a- on crazy town. Yeah, which-, <laughs> which is my favorite thing to say because there's so there's just always certain things where I'm like, are we going to crazy town? And a couple of them made it in the season, you know, like the the wind blowing the on blow, Codex yeah. during the kiss. I was just like on set. I was like, you guys, this is crazy town. We have to get an alt, and it totally does work, you know. But it's just like you have to. I think you have to always be mindful, just in case you get there. Because yeah, there's one thing like, on set, you do something, and then in editing, you see it. And yeah. but this was one where we didn't shoot an alt. Like that was the scene. We didn't have any other idea. But we all thought it was really funny, and, yeah. and we were all laughing about it. About like, you know, it would make sense that Codex is now concerned because Zavu is actually like calm. Yeah, I think you it know. was simply that there was a push in. I think it was that it pushed in on Zabu initially, and I was like, "Do we have a push in back on Codex?" Because then it would make sense to me that it's like you're hearing his voice, and then you're seeing how his voice is like going into her brain. Like, are you is she hearing it really or not? But I think we just changed it. So yeah, so we didn't do that. I mean, it was a digital push in and post, and it was more. It was nothing that we had ever planned for. It was like, let's just see what it looks like. But I definitely do agree. Like, that, it was it was a little jarring. So, But once we removed that and just kind of kept the scene the way that we shot it, uh, I, it just, it just, it's a funny scene. It's, it is weird. And you've seen it with the music and everything yeah. at this point. Because I know I... Yeah, you for anyone who doesn't know, can you see these sees these cuts before anyone else? Yeah. So you're one of like an elite <laughs> group of like five people who oh, see these episodes. Oh, you're gonna say crime fighters? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, that too. But yeah, yeah. You have you still need to be hazed into the crime fighting organization. Um, but yeah, but but the thing is, is I usually say to these like, well, they're still rough yeah. or without finished. Like you have it in the fire, fire and tin, and you, you don't see the score a lot of the music. But I think that, that I yeah. think that was all in there. So you've yeah, it's, yeah um, seen- but it was just yeah, it was, and it was a good transition into the next scene, which is the wedding or like him sitting there. But that's the, 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 the and so Codex speech my point, uh, from twenty minutes ago. Fantastic, yes. Is Codex's speech, and you have a profile of her, him out of focus in the background. She's given this huge momentous speech, and then all of a sudden it cuts to him on the couch and the kids throwing. With the bell. That's one of the funniest. I think it's so great the way it's shot. It's just so, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's just such a cool moment. And, and it, Felicia said that was all you, because I talked to her about it, and she said that was, you know, picking the angle. I just love that whole, it's kind of an artsy shot. It's not your typical. Well, plus it kind of brings, like, I mean, because I know, but it's also, like, with the writing, too, of, like, her saying that, and it's funny because as a, as an improv, as an all on set, originally, and this is something that, you know, not originally because we came up with it on set, but when we were on set, we would always rack back to, to, to Zabu after. So he's like, Codex, you have to stop the wedding. 
uh, please stop the wedding. And then she'll say her speech, and then it cuts back to Zeb going, can you please turn up the air conditioning? It's really <laughs> hot in here. Which we thought was funny, but then it really took away from the joke of yeah. Codex yeah. giving this inspirational speech with the music it. and then yeah. cutting to, I thought if I said it with determination, <laughs> yeah. something would really happen. And so it, it definitely uh, watered down that moment. So we, we, we cut it, and the, the direct cut just works so well. Yeah. Um, but you know that's always something that we always keep in mind, like beforehand, is just like how are we going to transition from this to this, or like, and then even then in, in that scene, it was like we were going to cut to an earlier shot of us because I mean we dolly in to Zabu and the kids, like it, it starts off on a title on Zabu and we dolly back and we reveal the flowers and we reveal the kids, then we reveal Kodos Kamenia, but once again that joke's watered down, so just a direct cut to her. I mean we, we lose the kids, which was funny, but it was a fun it. The, the the moment was was Codex giving the speech and then completely backtracking yeah. on it because you think like oh wow what's Codex's plan going to be and it's like oh crap now it's wedding day and you're kind of in Zabu's position at that point yeah so uh, no and good the, yeah and the very first take this is so stupid but this is what I obsess about when I'm at the monitor is continuity <laughs> and like Zabu had one pedal that stuck in his hair the very first take so after that it was like okay we have to tape that stupid pedal or like we had to like make sure it was anchored in there for everything after which that. which we. Did. And it's in there even up until Jeff pats him on the head. You see that flower come up, and that was all. Yeah, that was. But it's funny though. More trivia. Uh, look, look at Zabu's chest throughout that scene. You'll notice the flowers are changed quite a bit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah. We couldn't keep the continuity on those. Uh, yeah, I know. And so, once in a while, I don't know. Something I've kind of learned. Like I'm extremely picky with continuity. To where like there was a time where I we used to like you know, have to balance performance and continuity, but now it's like, you watch a lot of shows, and you, like, like if you watch a show like, like 30 Rock, you'll notice, like, out-of-focus shots, and you'll notice, but it doesn't matter. It's like, what's funny matters, and that's, you know, yeah. definitely something I've learned throughout working on this show, working with him and Felicia, and, like, what's important is the show and what's funny, not yeah. necessarily... You know continuity, like well, I mean, I mean, we, 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 big continuity. Yeah. Exactly, but like you know, a couple right. years ago, I would have looked at his chest and been like, "Well, we can't. We have to use one take and one take only." Yeah. I mean, fortunately, we'll catch stuff as we're shooting, and that'll save us. Like with Kim and the the, the flower petal, it's like we try to catch as much as we can, but then in post after we've shot, can't do anything about it. Yeah. We've definitely become more forgiving, I think, through like continuity if it means making the joke funnier, and and no one really. And you think like with the internet, the way people will watch stuff frame by frame. At least with my experiences, is like you know, at two minutes and thirteen seconds in, you can easily see that there's yeah. a screw up that you did. You yeah, know? but we know guilt fans don't care because they don't even know that a kid's missing and haven't. Yeah, we have a, we have a whole child missing. Yeah, so that's big Bellamy is gone. She's totally gone, and she was like replaced, or no, she wasn't replaced. Was she? There was a, there was an extra child at one point. I mean, there were always three, but like. In season one, and in season did you guys have? It was it the same kids in season two or season one? Because season two, when the kids it was rush out of the two. gate, was the only time I I had worked with Bellamy. That's right. No, no, it was season one, the second half. That's right, because it was the one that Greg shot, and he actually did a split screen on those babies. So really, yeah, to make three babies in this in because the, there were never three at the same time. Wait, so one baby was doubled? Or, no, no, no. Oh, oh no, oh no, you had to use a different. There were three kids, but they were never. Together. All together in the frame. So he just, because the shot was locked off, he was oh, able wow. to just completely split the frame and like make it seem like they were all in there. So, the, yeah, so babies. But I used to like obsess about Felicia's hair. And I think it's That's because, what I was going to say, yeah, because this is only supposed to happen over like a week, all yeah. the seasons. 
And yeah. everybody's hairstyles. Are Season one, everyone ages nine yeah. months. I know. <laughs> Over the course of nine months. And uh, and it's funny because, like, I think, you know, all the girls got, you know, like it always happens with TV. Like, you watch, like, the pilot episode of Everybody Loves Raymond and Patricia Eaton just looks just like, like a mom. And then, yeah. like, you know, ten years later, they're like, the most glamorous, <laughs> you know. But that totally, like, they all glammed up. But particularly Robin, you know, because, like, Robin is a stylish woman. You yeah. know, she is gorgeous. And she, uh, you know, the fact that we dressed her down so much. I mean, I was really... Now that I know her, I'm impressed that she let us do that to her, you know, for season one. Because we did want her to be, like, a plainer mom, yeah. you know. But then... Um, I don't know, it just worked out better, you know. I think partly because of some of, you know, Robin's own personality. She's so sassy and she's so fun and that blends with Clara, you know, and so like just letting her, you know Because be. if she did dress like a mom, then it then that would be further from her character now, it seems like. Yeah. It's, it seems like she is Claire just does her own thing. It's like even with this episode and the wedding planning, it's like all that's going on is she's playing though, she's in her own world all the time. Yeah, I mean she's <laughs> definitely. And but and Robin brings a lot of sex appeal to Clara that I don't think, you know, we had thought of before. I think it the idea always before was like, oh, she was a cheerleader, you know, but then she had a bunch of kids and so she kind of you know, it's like a traditional T V model of like, yeah. oh she lost her spark, but then it was just like that. Nah. She's the girl you want to hang out with. Claire is fun. Yeah, Yeah. she's hilarious. Uh, Speaking of Claire, let's talk about Claire and Tink. They had a scene together where where Claire gives up. She's like, I'm done. Once again, Claire in her own world. So that's why being a mommy. I guess I should be a mom. The kids like to hang out, so... Yeah. Meanwhile, just leaving Tink, like, just moving on to something else. I think what's great with this scene is that it's such a big character development with Tink. Yeah. Because you see her, she does her normal Tink thing. Storms off. Screw it and walks off. But she comes back and she actually enjoys (laughs) hanging out with Clara and the kids and just that whole bond that she made with, which I think is so cool because it's such a, we've never seen it before. I mean, any growth with Tink is, like, enormous, you know, it's like... Yeah, so I mean, I think it was cool. It was a whole different side of Tink that we've never. But it was still in her own Tink way. Well, yeah, definitely still. Tink. And I can't say this on the podcast, but we did one take where, just for the hell of it, I had told her uh, say, you know, when when she said, "Oh, did you just use the p word?" and she was, "Yes, you're a stupid effing influence," and it was really funny, but it like it was it was way too much, but it was you yeah. know. But still, it was just—I love the fact that that you know Tink still snaps at her, even though it's not just like Tink completely changes and she's yeah, a new yeah, person. Yeah. yeah, no, she's always completely self-centered. Like whenever, even in <laughs> like, apology, even yeah. in a confession. Yeah. Yeah. And Rob is just so funny. It's just like, yes, you're a stupid influence. Aww. <laughs> or that one, the one line where she goes, "Don't forget you bring the, what is it? Do you bring your mom? Don't forget to bring your mom's daughter to the, the wedding." Literally one frame later, Robin cracks and we all lose it. Yeah, but it's a perfect take. Oh my god, it's such a funny. Read. I came back. You left. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're they're so great yeah. together. And it's funny. One thing I noticed. Um, this has really nothing to do with anything, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Is that uh, episode nine just came out? And every uh, I saw a lot of comments from people who were like, "Wow, it's so weird to see." Codex in Clara's house, and I'm like, oh yeah, we've never seen. Yeah, and I'm used to it because that's that's Bleach's actual house, so yeah. we see her there all the time. <laughs> but I never noticed that. I never realized, like, oh yeah, like, yeah, you know, for me it was like last season when Blades was in their house, or when Blades is at Codex's apartment. But now it was like, yeah. oh yeah, we have Codex in there uh, sitting down 
with the sippy cup. It's like, yeah, that was her first time there. That's right. In her actual house. Yeah. She yeah, made no. it to the porch last season. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, the, never went inside. been in each other's yeah. place. Because only Codex and Zedlou's been in Vorks. Yeah. 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 But now everyone's been in Clara's because the wedding takes place there. That's right. That's right. Which leads into that the wedding. That was a segue. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, okay, how crazy was that wedding? Uh, it was crazy tough because we were shooting one half of something that we weren't shooting another half of of for maybe three weeks, I think. Um, just the shape of that room was really, really challenging because there's a giant round table that's actually Felicia's table. Yeah. And, uh, you know, these are these little things that I don't think about. I'm just like, that's a big room. It'll be fine. And then Sean and Chris and, you know, the gaffer gets in there and they're like, uh... And that's after planning for it. Like, everything we... At least we'll scout some things more than others, of course. Sometimes we can spend an entire day at a location and completely shot for shot plan out exactly what we're going to do. And sometimes it's like, okay, you guys have five minutes before I'm locking up and we have to go in there and at least get a visual. And the kitchen was one of the things where we didn't know what the decorations were going to look like. We had a... We had... We didn't have a direct plan because we were so limited. It was like, well... We know once this room is filled with bodies and decorations, you know, so we came in with a very, very loose plan and we were very limited in shooting. But like, I mean, these rooms that we're working are very small and like that's just a credit to Chris and the lighting team on just how well they'll adapt and make a room work. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I mean, you're only we're restricted and we're we're lighting an entire room plus we're lighting, you know, eight people um, for these wide shots, you know. And, uh, yeah, I remember that being one of the more difficult days of, of this year. I'd say, like, the, the two most difficult days this season were... I mean, both had to do with the wedding, which was mm-hmm. the green screen shoot uh, for the Guild Hall, which we showed at the end of the episode, and then the wedding itself, plus the fact that they were existing at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um... And, uh... Yeah, that was a full day. That was a very full day <laughs> with the wedding. with just so many characters together. And yeah. And then uh, whatever, you the know. The other thing about that day, too, is that in the middle of that day, we actually took Avinashi and we walked her two houses down mm-hmm. to where the own, the man who owns Amalfi is coincidentally Felicia's neighbor. And wow. he let us. We needed a kitchen and we needed a location. And this we knew this was the day we were going to do it. And I was just like, oh, my God, how are we going to split this day I'm so glad we did it this way because on paper, this day didn't look as daunting as it was because it's, you know, it wasn't that many physical pages. And when you look at it and you go like, well, and then half of that's actually going to not be in this location. It seemed fine. But the problem is when you multiply any page numbers by eight actors, you have all that coverage. And then which is something we're not used to with the show. Yeah, so I didn't even think about it. I mean, but I mean, I did think about it in that I. You think we'd have learned our lesson after the land party and the GameStop <laughs> yeah. and the party, but no, we. But now, same thing. Oh, so. yeah, we'll get this done. Yeah, we'll, we'll be done by. We'll be done. Yeah, this easily. will be a half day. Yeah. <laughs> so. 14 hours later. Yeah. But luckily, it did work out with um, with the whole. With, that was this day, right? That we did Avanashi? I think it was. Yeah, it was the same day. Yeah. We yeah. And thank God we didn't do it, but we were going to do. We were going to like. Oh, no, no, no. Did we do. No, we didn't do Tink that day. Too Tink, Tink's room. No, we were going, we were going to originally, to. but then we decided not to. Thank God, because we had to shoot. We shot the kitchen. We shot the living room stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know we're shooting. I mean, and it's so funny because that's such a short scene when Blade shows up and the Tanner and all that. But they're filling this room, so we got you know it's not like they're all together and we're just getting one shot. It's like. We gotta not shoot everything this side and that side, and and we gotta get Vorks coverage. We gotta yeah. make sure everyone's on the right same 
side of the line, I mean, I think there were shots that we didn't even use in that episode because we had to make sure we were covered, but we, we were in the end. But we shot we shot all of episode, all of Clara's stuff in episode 11 all out on the same day, plus Avinashi's uh, on the phone with Zabu, two houses down. Yeah. And it yeah. was, it was a, I mean, none of these shoots are particularly, like, easy. Like, I mean, no film shoot is easy. Like, it's, yeah. I've always kind of worked under, or at least just with my personal experience, um, like if if you're working hard and like like I, I would feel if I was on a set and I was relaxed and calm and cool that I wasn't working hard enough, and I don't know if that makes sense or not, but like because we'll work really hard. It's like that was such a brutal day. We look at the end product and it was like if we didn't put in that work, it wouldn't have looked like this. If we had compromised and been kind of easy and coasted through this, it wouldn't come out because everyone's just so passionate about this this show that like you know we're all whether it's through lack of sleep or through like. You know, and this is, I'm, I'm talking about everybody. Like I'm, I'm talking to everybody involved, whether it's like Felicia and Kim working on the script and like, okay, we got to do a seventh draft of this and like make sure it's, we, we got to work on these scenes and make sure that these scenes are good. I'm going to stay up tonight. We're shooting this tomorrow. We got to make sure these scenes are perfect. It's like, yeah. you know, we all put in all this time and all these long days and this effort, but it's like we couldn't be happier with the end product. I mean, well, yeah, it shows on the screen. All that work. I just always feel like sometimes when we're addressing stuff or when we're talking, it's like, especially with this season, it's like, oh, it was such a hard day or, oh, it was such a brutal day. But then it's like, but that's, you know, because we're all working just so hard, but it's because we want to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a lot of, a lot of when we talk about how brutal it is, it's really comes down to page count. It's, it's just because I think the main challenge that we have with the show is that, you know, we are always racing the clock. Like we, we are always overscheduled in terms of pages and um, that's just because it's just uh, how we have to do it on our budget to get through it. You know, we have to shoot more than than you would if it was a TV show. And, you know, because we have to manage our actors and make sure that like, oh, we're shooting out, you know, this actor on over just these two days. And, you know, so the scheduling mm-hmm. of it gets really, really specific and can get kind of intense. So, But it's the only way it can get done. So, you know, it's not like throughout seasons. I mean, throughout the seasons, I think at the end of every season – We've all sat down and looked at what worked and didn't work, and we apply it toward the next season. Um, and I've always seen benefits through that, but we all, you know, but but then still, you know, it kind of comes down to the overall budget and what we're working with and the mm-hmm. days we're working with. I mean, we don't have, I mean, you know, we shoot 12 episodes in 14 days. Like, you know, if, if, if we were able to, we would shoot that in twice. We would just shoot in 30 days. I think that would be, yeah. I, I think that's more the norm for what we're doing if, if we were like say a TV show I don't know I don't I've never worked in, in TV but I would imagine like I mean for example for, for, for a film you know we're basically shooting a feature film each season in the way that we're shooting it and in the page count so we're shooting a feature film in 14 days you know yeah. you look at you know most <laughs> films crazy. take three months to shoot <laughs> yeah why don't we do this what's wrong with us we're nuts <laughs> oh my god let's never do it again this is the end <laughs> this is terrible yeah <laughs> uh, in this episode we actually get to see the guild hall yes for a brief moment which is fantastic and the pull out with the giant huge vork statue um, I just want to mention that that's not CG that's all actual those are all miniatures those are all models that yeah. Greg Aronowitz built yeah he's so amazing I was over at his house while he was sculpting that Vork statue and it literally starts out as um, tinfoil that he wraps around like wire that might just be a coat hanger so he literally just kind of 
you know, makes legs and a head and then he just wraps it with tinfoil and then he just sticks. I mean, it was amazing. And then I came back, I think it was the next day and it was the work statue. And I'm just like, how? <laughs> and he built yeah. a few of them. He's like, yeah, I wasn't really happy with that one. There was yeah. like, there was like a few of them laying around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause the gargoyle heads. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But no, that's all a miniature. I mean, so it's like, I mean, Greg, you know, has worked with Spielberg. He's built miniature. He did the miniature for Jurassic Park yeah. and Tomb Raider and a ton of other movies yeah. that I, He'll surprise us with when he says he works with them. Yeah. He's always very humble about what he does. So, like, we kind of have to, like, find out later on that he's worked on these things. Like, he doesn't brag about what he does. Yeah. He just yeah. loves what he does. And so, it's like, what's this picture? Is this you with Steven Spielberg? He's like, oh, yeah, it's a picture that we took together when I worked in Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But we'll talk more about that in episode 12. So yes. That's the bulk of the, okay. the show. All right. So, I think that's it. Was there anything else that I missed on 11? I think we're good. We covered everything? I All the big events? think so. Oh. Codex gets I her... Oh, no, no. She gets about, a new computer. But, oh, yes, she does. That was the computer. That was I'm trying to think of... I'm sorry, Kim. You are going to say something else. I was just going to say, the, say that the wig head <laughs> made its way back into... <laughs> That's right. ...this, which I think is just really funny, that it's a centerpiece. Yeah, the uh, wig more. The wig warmer. Oh, let's talk about Wiggly being ordained. Oh, that's just some weird random. I think you've covered it. I think I think that was <laughs> yeah, it. That's it. That's, not really, that's probably more of a Felicia question. Okay, how about blades being uh, tanned? Oh my god! Oranged. Oranged. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's just part of Blades' growth. Of like, was that be, in the script though? That he, yeah, he was going to be yeah. orange or just tanned. He, I think it yeah. said over tanned, over. like a like a, like a bad like, yeah like George Hamilton, but yeah, but it ended up being like so orangey and funny. Yeah, it was great. And it, like, the reaction, I think, was very true when he walked in. And we're just like, whoa. <laughs> That's insane. But no, I, I, it was really funny. It's funny because I guess we'll talk about more in episode 12. But, you know, when we, whenever we show them, it's like, you almost because there's so much going on that, oh, yeah, Blades is, oh, yeah, is, Blades is, is completely crazy. orange. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for chatting with me for episode 11. Thanks, Kenny. Thank you. I'm here with Viji. She plays Zabu's mother, and this is the big wedding scene. Um, I watched some takes earlier, and your the look on your face is priceless because you have not a clue what's going on. Where have I landed? <laughs> because I mean, it isn't like any wedding I've ever been to, and I come in there and I'm like, "Am I crazy, or are these people <laughs> crazy?" <laughs> And I don't really want to hear the answer, but it was fun. And it's so good because it looks like you're completely, you have not a clue what's going on. They're putting headsets on you and you're like, okay, sure. Like I always say, it shouldn't be that easy to play stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It comes so naturally, it's a bit scary. Yeah, and you look so beautiful all in your uh, native, uh, I'm assuming is this wedding? Is this typical wedding? Not quite, but yes. I mean, there in a wedding in India, it's not a not a joke. Like I always tell people, it originally it took five days. Wow! And seven changes of costume at least. Wow! I always say the divorce rate is low because nobody wants to go through that again. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is just one of the okay uh, one of the things one that you might outfits. do. Yes, yeah. the others are so elaborated to take four hours to yeah put them on yeah. Um, so that's what you would go through. And yeah, this was a fun, fun place, right? Yeah. And a fun priest as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And are you looking forward to seeing your avatar 
Because you know you're going you're to some Avatar outfits. Yes. That you get to wear in the virtual world. Yes. I, I'm um, looking forward to that. Yes, I have great faith in Sarah Cross. I think she does a great job. Yeah. I've looked at all the other Avatars, and I just love them. Yeah. So, yes. It's going to be very exciting it's to see you fun. in your Avatar outfit. Now, how is it working? Because you have all six cast members today. Yes. So, it's the whole gang is here again from the original season one when you guys were fighting. Yes. So, now you're actually together. Yes. How is it working with everybody at one time again? It's always fun. I mean, the, the as far as the cast members go, it's been fun with each one of them, right? Mm-hmm. They're all such characters, and it's great to be with them. Yeah. And it's much nicer to be the nice person. But yeah. then, time to time, the Avinashi effect keeps showing <laughs> up, um, and, and no one knows when, yeah. which one will show up, you yeah. know, when they say hi. Yeah. They don't know. So that's the fun part yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely a different character. I mean, because, you know, I'm... I mean, I never in my wildest dreams when I first met her ever think she'd be Vork's wife or have Vork as Zabu's father. And as I said, this has been something in um, Felicia Day's mind for a while. Yeah. And, and I said, you know, I had told her, well, not yet because I had stuff yeah. to take care of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and if you think of a typical Indian woman, it's probably not what you would yeah. think of yeah. first. Um, but that's Felicia Day. Well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. And we look forward to the virtual avatar version of you. Thank you so much. I can't much. wait for that. Thank you. Uh-huh. I'm here with Sandeep. Did you expect your mother or Zabu's mother to accept? Why do you think like, she accepted? Like when I was reading the script? Yeah. Well, I guess I kind of knew. I knew beforehand that. That she want that Felicia wanted the Vork and um, and Avinashi to to hook up to hook yeah not to hook up but yeah to to get married yeah so I knew that's where it was at so I guess I wasn't surprised but as, um, but as a character did you see it is that just a natural flow of your mom's character um I think it's yeah I think it's a yes she's insane <laughs> uh she's she's insane she's overbearing she you just you kind of never you, you expect the unexpected with her you know she's kind of like she'll do you're just not never sure about her motivations and you know so so yeah to accept the the, the, she, she the offer very sweet this season she was very sweet but it's, you know yeah she's trying to find a way to connect with her son she's trying to make amends for things and so even if that means marrying um you know a forty-five-year-old, bald, sad loner who <laughs> stores giant ketchup bottles and doesn't pay for electricity. That's mm-hmm. what she'll do. But you, but you do know Zabu is works probably his best friend. Yeah, so no, but it's still disturbing. Zabu. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, these—they're all disturbed characters. <laughs> all of our characters have uh, issues. I mean, otherwise, there's no show. Yeah, and now um, Bork is Zabu's father. Or potential father. Potential father, yeah. So there's a lot of funny gags um, where he just has those moments of those, there's like a father-son catch gag, having a catch kind of thing, um, which I really hope we get to improvise actually playing catch. I think that'd be really funny to see Vork and I just like the worst you know, game of catch ever, just unable to throw the ball. I just I feel like that and whatever improv we end up doing I feel like that'd be really fun so I'm hoping that we find a way to just pull a camera out for a little bit and, and like go that outside and play catch and just yeah. have it be the worst game of catch ever nice yeah. and so let's talk about the wedding the wedding yeah so uh, 
uh, we're doing that now, right? We're doing we're doing all the stuff that's uh, not in game. Um, so all the dialogue that happens when we're in Clara's dining room, um, and that's interesting because you you I, you know as an actor, I don't know what we're gonna do yet, and so we're kind of trying to predict how we're gonna respond when we're in game, you know, as those as the avatars. Um, so it's it's an interesting. I mean, it's the only way we could have really done it this season. So it's it's always diff. You know, it's when you go either way, it's difficult because you're like, even if we did the other side first, then we have to like predict how we would react. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it's either way, it's sort of the chicken before the egg. Um, but I can't wait to do the in-game stuff. I think that's going to be really funny. Mm-hmm. You know, us all dressed up and yeah. Well, I can't um, wait to see Avanashi and yeah. Mr. Wiggly. Yeah, because you've never seen them. You've never seen their Avatar outfits. Yeah, that'll be cool. I'm sure they'll be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so today was, you know, relatively simple day. Yeah, it's just the same scene pretty much just from everyone's angle. Yeah, everyone's angle outside the game, and we're just kind of going around the table. Yeah. And you find it unusual that you guys are having in-game wedding, but you're having one outside also. I mean, it's happening simultaneously. Right, right. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of like the LAN party meets the in-game wedding concept yeah. in a way. Because yeah. like we all brought our computers in and we're sitting around the table. And um, and Greg Ronowitz did a great job dressing that. You know, I love that, whatever, that that sort of bust of Vork and, uh, <laughs> and the wig warmer together with the eyes glowing red is hilarious to me. Um, and just the whole setup of, you know, them almost using the headsets as the rings, mm-hmm. you know, of a wedding, you know, it's like they put their headsets on and it's this monumental moment. So I think all those parallels are really funny and, um, you know, Felicia actually playing violin on the way in. So that's cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you chatting with us. Um, I hate you, Kenny. Thank you. I love you too. Just Daddy. kidding. Zabu. See? I gotta Zabu. get... See? That's why you hate me. <laughs> I'm here with Jeff Lewis, who plays a Vork. They are actually filming their the big wedding scene between Vork and Avanashi. Uh, how is that going? It's going well. It's uh, it's fun. It's such a funny scene, and uh, it's uh, you can get. You know, we were basically shooting so many different things from one angle, from so many different angles from one scene. It's uh, you can get a little monotonous, but it's uh, still fun to be together with everyone. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that you guys seem like you're really having a good time just in between takes. Yeah. Playing around with each other, because everybody's there. I mean, the entire cast. Yeah, just messing with each other and uh, giving each other grief for this or that. And then after, when the two or three people can be released briefly, to sit down and just talk and see talk about what's up. Yeah. Uh, how is it... Uh, now, in a million years, did you ever think Vork would be marrying Zabu's mom? No. And becoming Zabu's dad? Yes. No, uh, I never. It never occurred to me. I think it's a funny, funny, funny concept, and it's uh, perfect. And I never, I never saw it coming. It seems to be in character though with work, because he he sees her potential value. Yes, exactly. It wasn't like love at first sight. It was more like there's a practical aspect and some some very some fine advantages, positive advantages to 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 be to getting married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you think about getting married online? Um. Uh, the in general? Yeah, well, in the virtual version of... Yeah, I mean, because you were into... You technically were going to get married to your current wife online, in-game. Well... And that never panned out. Never. I was never going to do it for real, like the real wedding, but I was going to do it... Yes. Have, but, yeah. You were going to have a fun virtual but wedding. But I, I think it sounds like fun. I think if two people play WoW and they got married legally, I think um, 
It'd be kind of fun to do. I think it should be done more often. Yeah. There's a lot of really beautiful places in in the game, and um, it might be. It's really fun. It sounds like a fun idea. Uh, are you still gaming? Yeah. Yes and no. I'm doing a lot of Xbox, a lot of PSP, but not so much uh, World of Warcraft. Okay. I sort of I maxed out. I hit level eighty with my wife's character, and I sort of level, sort of um, okay. slowed down after that. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Brett Sheridan is actually an ordained minister, so he's doing the he's performing the wedding between you and VG. Does that technically make you guys legally married? What I had no, I just, that I just is found not, out from an interview with them. That is, that is <laughs> I am in big trouble because I am married. I, this is monog- not monogamy. This is uh, polygamy. That is. Um, that is not good to know. Okay. But I will I will try to annul it as soon as possible. <laughs> Great. And uh, how's the shooting going so far? It's going well. I mean, it's um, it just uh, it can be tiring sometimes. Uh, there's a lot of standing for me right now. Mm-hmm. And I just came back from walking around Catalina all day yesterday. So I'm a little tired. Uh, standing's tough, but I'm getting through it. Awesome. It's fun. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. You should. Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, we're, there is, we're doing a show. This The Hammer is doing a show. I don't know if you've talked about that. May 28th. Well, this won't air until June. <laughs> well, so. Hey, The Hammer did a great show on May, <laughs> on May 28th. You missed it. No, I got nothing. But no, but check out Hammer at, uh, on Facebook. In general. Hammer, don't hurt them. Yes. And you can, uh, there's, they're always doing shows. So even when you hear this, I'm sure there'll be a show. There'll be up. something coming up. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. I'm here with Greg Aronowitz. I know one big thing that you did was the wedding in ro- in reality, mm-hmm. uh, which has my arch, by the way, which has been used several times <laughs> by these people. But uh, so, how did that go? I mean, did they tell you? Were you trying to get into Clara's mind of how she would decorate for a wedding? Yeah, which was actually kind of difficult because I imagine there would just be ice sculptures of Chippendale dancers or something, <laughs> and you know, if she, if Clara really was going to do it, but. Um, I guess the biggest thing with that scene is that there was uh, six, seven, eight people, and and the room is like 12 by 12, Um, so there wasn't a ton of room to... uh, (laughs) uh, Everybody's a comedian. Um, There wasn't a ton of room for extra stuff, and there was a lot of concepts going on like maybe because it was kind of story-wise like an impromptu thing too you know yeah. so we were at one point we thought oh it would kind of be funny if clara just had decorations laying around from like, like halloween stuff, yeah. and birthday and yeah. just like just made it a big celebration thing and then they were like oh and then maybe we could say some lines or she's like sorry guys you know didn't have a lot of time but then we were thinking about the um the Enchantment under the sea dance. Wait, that's the wrong. The the. Oh, no. you just, you just, uh, <laughs> I had it in my head. I talked to Felicia about it. Festival of the Festival seas. of the Seas. That's yeah, it. everyone I think keeps referencing the Back <laughs> to the Future, um, which I didn't do. But the but the concept there was that the girls take that over and do like a very thorough thematic, you know, mm-hmm. decorating of the party. So I was like, well. Based on that, like Clara would probably be, you know, she's, you know, a terrible mom, you know, 
um, and you know, not the most wonderful wife, but she, you know, deep down has, is really sweet and is probably the whole pre gamers thing and everything. Um, she's a woman with a plan when she wants to yeah. be, and it, that would probably, if she had to have a job, it would probably be something along those lines, like yeah. party planning or, yeah. you know. So I figured since that was established in the season, it, it would probably have to have some kind of sensibility to it so we went with the traditional kind of all white you know um and decorations and i had to run out and buy them the day before the thing so i pretty much was like okay well this is kind of what she would have to do so what can you you know grab and and hang and but then we made um you know that shot in felicia's house and uh she has cats and so she has like those big tall That's right. you know uh, that only true cat lovers would have you know those like eight foot tall cat stand yep. cat scratchers and and at first we were going to pull those out and I was like oh no actually that would be kind of funny that they're still there like on either side yeah. of the arch mm-hmm. um and uh and then we decided that the actually and I think we talked about this earlier but the um wig warmer right. was originally the featured prop that gets sold for the money for the computer and then when we turned the painting into like this big thing it changed so the painting became the focal point and the wig warmer just became a lesser prop and um so kim evie came up with the idea of uh let's you know feature that so we can use it more and have it on the table with a um like a veil on it like a centerpiece and then it was like oh it's weird that it's just the bride so then it became this whole thing about well maybe we could do the vork version um so i had bought a um wig head the starfoam wig head for legend of neil that we used as a dummy um it was supposed to be a uh, a, a dummy neil and um it was all painted uh, to actually look like Tony. Oh, so you changed the painting. So, it like yeah. So, so I just, I uh, went out and, because again, this was like something that, you know, and I, I don't ever want anyone to think when I say like, oh, happy, this was decided like right before. I don't want it to sound like bad planning or like. No, this that, is how production yeah, things pop up. And specifically with work this out. group, that it's more of like there's this constant creative flow yeah. and there's, you know, just better ideas pop up in the moment and you know and it's there's great ideas going into it so it's hard for things to be better so when something is better you're like yeah yeah you know we planned three weeks for this thing but that's better and let's do it and you know you have like 20 people around that are just like throwing stuff out there all the time and when something sticks we just go for it so i was like oh i have this uh this um wig head and that I painted to look like Tony Jennings so I went and then I just converted it to look uh, like Vork which essentially means you know painting out the, the top of the head and you know just <laughs> and Jeff's like hey, there's no funny man but you know we're we're all right there with you buddy so you know I don't wear this hat for no reason um but uh yeah, but then I always do this thing. I love when Jeff does that weird thing with his eyebrows. So I kind of painted that. And then suddenly you're like, whoa, that's like Jeff. <laughs> and then we put a little bow tie on him that I made uh, impromptu on the day out of uh, gaffer's tape. Nice. You know, just nice. to have a, uh, Make you it, know, like to, to, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, but the Marisa actually made the veil. Marisa had 
for that episode because that was like right when I took over. There was yeah. you know we we finished. That was like your first scene. Your um, first big scene. That was yeah. That was the first scene that I handled completely. Yeah. I had to step in for the restaurant and then. Um, uh, That's right. Yeah, and then kind of jumped in there, and then um, but so there was a, a bunch of things. That was like, oh, okay, we have to do these now, and they play tomorrow. And one of them was, uh, I decided to put the veil in there. Marisa made that, and then the other thing she did was the um, Tinks uh, computer. She bedazzled that, which was like totally she's awesome. Yeah, she is. She's she's the official guild bedazzler. <laughs> um, and because literally there was like fifteen projects on this season that got you know bedazzled, and she did them all. Um, and there's Bitch Cat right in the middle, you know. Um. So, yeah, that was like the main main centerpiece, and then oh, and then the other thing was that's also the first time that we see any in-game stuff. So we made um, Mazin took my drawings of the guild hall and made um, a three D model at like game res of the. Uh, you know the guild hall and of course i was just like we're barely gonna see it because you know we we're all really in the game when for the dialogue we just need a hint of it but then of course he went and animated it and made it move and stuff and you don't really get to see a lot of it but there's definitely things happening so yeah it's really really cool to actually see all the characters in there and it looks like a real video game (laughs) so that was fun Hey guys, I'm here with the one and only Felicia Day, and we're discussing episode 11, Hostile Takeovers. Yep, 11. 11. So it's actually going to happen. Fork is actually Harry <laughs> Avanashi. It's, it's going to happen. I it's, don't... They're uh, prepping it. Quite a twist. Yes. Quite a twist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the beginning of the episode starts off with everyone talking about the the proposal obviously yeah. you know you got codex and zabu and zabu is just so just he doesn't know what to do he's a little he's a little upset yeah <laughs> to yeah yeah and then you of course you have codex who wants to be his friend yeah you know and and help him out where she where she can um yeah i like the fact that they're friends now like it's convinced you know they've yeah. become a lot but they're actually it's kind of like vork and zabu have become we're friends mm-hmm. and then the, the wedding happened, and then uh, now Codex. So everybody's like kind of becoming friends more, and I like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up with whole uh, Tink and Clara, because Clara finally, you know, you know Clara. She's like, okay, yeah. I'm done. You know, that was fun yep. for five minutes. Let's move on. I'll be a mommy. Yeah, and it's Tink, really funny. Tink is just, you know, beside herself. She cannot believe that she did this. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really funny. I love the fact. I love that kind of resolution there because Tink doesn't know how to be friendly to anybody but mm-hmm. she really does enjoy working with Clara and you can tell that you know that's, in the episodes yeah, coming up they're yeah. really enjoying each other yep and that's so, what makes it so great when she comes back and kind of says you know I want to be in business with you still please yeah and Clara you know oh, you said the p word <laughs> it's so funny those two have been so great this season yeah, that's one of the fun, yeah. that's such a fun storyline. And it was so clean and and clear. I just really loved the way they played their characters. Just mm-hmm. really good dynamic. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh Zabu purchasing a new computer for Codex. Yeah. Well, we had to get her a computer. That's true. That's true. 
It took and, all, uh, took all the way season. he got it was really, yeah, it was really witty. It was, yeah. He sold that painting. Yeah. To a For romantic a, a, a romance cover. <laughs> I really hope somebody like makes a fake romance cover out of that. It's that would really tickle my fancy. People have been talking about making that the DVD cover for season four. Oh no, we won't do that. But that's <laughs> a really good idea, actually. I think it'd be funny, but yeah, it would be kind of weird. We uh, already did a photo shoot, so. Oh, cool! Very, very cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah, the painting is done. The story finally, finally for that story. Now that never was that supposed to be the wig warmer, right? That he sold. Yeah, originally, I think you probably were at the read through and heard the wig warmer that he sold. Yeah, uh, but it didn't make any logical sense, and thank goodness it wasn't because um, we cut the wig warmer from episode seven. So <laughs> there was yeah. really. Uh, but that was Kim's note that she didn't like the wig warmer being sold or the wig warmer being the gift. And then I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because I need him to somehow get money because he's not rich either. <laughs> That's true. So uh, that was the awesome the awesome idea was to so, – and plus it's like it, – it's completely rationalized. So, you know, it's not – he really just sold something he already gotten her for pretty much free. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like that. Yeah, it, it, I think it, it turned out great. Even if it wasn't mm. – you know, if it wasn't initially planned that way, it still turned out great that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I really like it. It's you know that's that's the the, the gifts when you're writing that uh, you're able to uh, you're able to tie up something in a clever way that you didn't think of when you st- first started writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very very cool. Yeah. Uh, another fun moment is when Vork calls Zabu son. <laughs> yeah. And it throws yeah, Zabu really into that trance. Uh huh. And I love that he's talking to you, but he's not moving his mouth. Oh, that was a crazy wild thing that Sean thought because <laughs> everything had gotten so overwrought. We were like, God, it's just a lot of one note. What can Zabu do that's quiet? Like, okay, let's make him quiet. But And I really love the music that Sean put mm-hmm. in, the editor, Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, that really sells that moment for me. It's so bizarre and weird, and I love it. <laughs> it's a, It's a fun moment. That whole scene is just fun. It's very, very random, yeah. <laughs> which I have really like this season. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, Vork buying the Guild Hall. So he mm-hmm. won. He won this whole battle that started in episode one. Yeah. He, he made enough money and bought the Guild Hall. And yeah, the, which has been since episode one, the Guild Hall. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a payoff finally. He actually won it in episode 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the return of the kids. I love that scene mm-hmm. with – I don't know if that's a shot. I'll probably ask Sean that. But it's a picture. It's, a, it's you, a profile of you and Zabu in his pose on your bed in the back. And it's like focused just yeah. on you and he's in blurry. And you're like uh-huh. giving this monologue. And then all of a sudden it's a quick cut to you two on the couch and the wedding and the kids uh-huh. throwing roses on you guys. Yeah, that was all Sean. All those camera angles were really, really cool, the way he put those together. And, yeah, I, I can't speak to that. That's definitely a Sean Yeah, question, that's, that was such a great – that was a great moment. But, of course, we're starting with the wedding, and it has to be the, uh-huh. one of the most bizarre weddings ever. Uh, yeah, it is. It's the most and, – and, you know, we could have made that moment shorter, like cut a lot out. Mm-hmm. But I just thought the more awkward and long the setup, the better because yeah. it is so incredibly weird. It, it's so bizarre. I mean – to have everyone around the table on their computers, you know, but in game, you know, it, for yeah. the wedding. So they're like, it was just so. Now, did you always intend to make Mr. Wiggly uh, ordained? 
Yeah. Or he just happened to be the character that was around that. Well, no, I always wanted to involve him because we used him earlier in the season and I didn't want him to just kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had a, a couple of ideas with res- resolving the storyline for Tink and Clara, but I kind of wanted to leave it open ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that didn't kind of that didn't really involve Mr. Wiggly. So I was like, well, where else can I put him to kind of justify his presence in the season? And and just because bringing him back, he's hilarious. So mm-hmm. I just thought, hey, somebody has to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, it's a great way to bring him back, and he was funny in it too. I mean, mm-hmm. Rhett's always hilarious. Yeah, uh, he's great. Yeah, he's just a great straight man to the craziness. Yeah, yeah, and I love uh, VG's reaction to <laughs> she has not a clue what's going on. Yeah, it's great to have her as like the real the person who is actually going to you know yeah. call out how incredibly crazy this is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it was a lot of fun. And again, you get to play your violin, which is always nice to see. Uh, in yeah. 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 Yeah, I, uh, I, en- I enjoyed getting it out, although I didn't really get to play as much, and we had to ADR it, so oh. it exactly match my bow, but I'm still playing. I yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, how can I forget uh, Blades and uh, his orangish color? Oh, that is so weird. <laughs> yes, it's so weird. Oh wow! It's just so weird. I can't even talk about it. <laughs> I love it. It's just—it was not my idea, and I was like, "Oh, it wasn't your idea." So he wasn't supposed to be tanned, or when? No, that was. I, oh no, that was. I wanted. Yeah, it was my idea to have a spray-on tan, but I just thought it would be like a brownish tan, and mm-hmm. his hands would be done. Mm-hmm. But we went more cartoony carrot way, and it's just so weird. I love it. <laughs> so Sean. Oh, oh no! The argument was whether his hands should be tan, and I was like, his hands should be tan too. And then Sean liked the fact that his hands were untanned. So mm. there you go. <laughs> that's funny. Funny. That's such a great moment when he walks in. It's such a shocker because you do, honestly don't expect that. No, no, no! It's completely out of left field, which yeah. it should be because it should right. not be common. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we have the big uh, reveal. We zoom into the game at the very end yeah. of this episode. And uh, which hopefully people haven't been expecting since we've never even hinted that we would ever never. do that. No, yeah, that was that's it's going to be it's so awesome because I've seen I saw, I saw the, yeah I saw the finished shot and the the zoom out with the big huge statue of Vork. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And what's incredible that's, is that's all miniature. That's not CG'd. That's all miniature. It's like a twelve foot miniature, and it's just amazing to me that Greg and on our budget like it's incredible. Right. Provided that kind of craftsmanship that yeah. nobody deserves yeah. to, on on the on what we could afford to well, pay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's 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 incredible. My jaw dropped when I saw it because I knew it was happening, okay. but it's still it's uh, okay. like I said, knowing it's happening and seeing it done are two different things. I didn't even realize he was going to be that elaborate. I mean, really, I yeah. had no idea. So when I saw it, I was just blown away. Yeah, it's so, it's incredible. Yeah, it's it, it is incredible, but it's a great way to end that episode and prep for the big finale which is episode 12 yeah all right well uh, i guess we'll talk about that next then so uh thanks for chatting with me about uh episode 11 all right thanks bye
What'd you guys think? Got some really cool interviews in that one. Lots of fun. It was fun talking to those guys. It was fun hearing their reaction to Avanashi and Vork actually getting married. Like I said, it was always a surprise, you know, during the read. You know, especially, you know, for me, I'm not obviously part of the whole writing process. So it was a big shocker when you're sitting there at the read-through and you're hearing all this new stuff happening and you're just like, oh my god, the fans are going to love this. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. You know, stuff like that that's just so exciting. And, of course, you can't say anything. And it's so hard not to not to confide in people. You know, oh my gosh, guess what's going to happen on the guild? You know, this season's going to be great. Oh, can you believe they're going to... It's so difficult. And since Jenny wasn't there, because Jenny's always been there in the previous seasons with 2 and 3. And we've been able to talk back and forth. Oh my god, can you believe this is happening? Oh, I can't wait. You know, but, but since she wasn't there, she wasn't there for the read. So she really had no idea what was happening in the story. So I, I couldn't talk to her about it. So I had to keep it all bottled up and not say anything to anybody and I wanted to talk so badly but um but now it's all coming to an end can you believe it next week is going to be the final episode for season four uh you know I mean I have to say doing a podcast a week is very very difficult and then doing the two in between a month so I'm doing six podcasts every single month which is a lot of work fortunately I'm out of work at the moment so I have the time to do it and I love doing the podcast but um doing weekly podcasts are very difficult I I admire those people who actually do regular weekly podcasts. I only had to do it for some, you know, like three months. But um, I really appreciate it. And I look forward to to doing the final episode. I have some really good interviews for our final episode. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So I think that's going to do it for this companion cast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I'd love to hear feedback. You can send your feedback to knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. We would love to get reviews on iTunes. You can go to iTunes, leave us a review. That definitely helps us uh, with exposure and put, puts us in the lists and, you know, what's hot and stuff like that, which is always good. We need to get the word that the guild has an official podcast out there so we really appreciate all of our listeners help you can tweet about us facebook us you know just get other guild watchers to actually listen to the podcast because a lot of people don't know that the podcast exists and it would be great if we can get more and more listeners because i think what we share you know some really cool behind the scenes stuff um, that I think every guild fan needs to hear. So, so we really appreciate all the help from our listeners that we can get. All right, so I think that's going to do it. But before I go, always remember... A verbal offer of marriage is a contractual obligation. Herman Holden's word is his honor. His honor, my Jupiter! Codex, stop trying to ruin my fun. I'm so deep into wedding planning now. Horses, ovaries for everyone. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Don't you mean hors d'oeuvres? Sure, we can have those too. Knights of the Guild has a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial, no derivative works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.